0: Eagles Entertainment.
1: Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spidero, and the Eagles. Well, we're in the final week of this modified off-season program. On Friday, the team will have its last practice at the Novacare Complex or Lincoln Financial Field. It really, kind of depends on what Head Coach Nick Sirianni wants. Maybe a taste of what it will be like on game days this fall in South Philadelphia, we'll see about that. But anyway, it ends on Friday and then the long break. Training camp starts July 27th. Wow, we got a long, long break. So what do we really know about the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, we know that the defense has been infused with some veteran energy. Ryan Kerrigan, Anthony Harris, along with Eric Wilson at the linebacker position, Andrew Adams as well at the safety spot. We know that Brandon Brooks says he's ready to go, he's cleared, he's on the field. He and Lane Johnson looking good at that right tackle, right guard position, that right side of the offensive line, so promising for the Eagles. We know that the cornerback position is one of questions. That's kind of what we're going to get into today. That is where we are. We're going to talk about the Eagles secondary, and we've got three Eagles players on the docket to discuss the aforementioned Anthony Harris who's over from the Minnesota Vikings and is helping teach this Jonathan Gannon defense to the rest of his mates on that side of the football. We'll also hear from Avante Maddox. Big question. Who's the second starting cornerback? Where does Maddox who is all bulked up where does he fit in? Is he in the slot this year? Is he a nickel cornerback? Is he a An outside cornerback, does Zach McPherson, an Eagles draft pick, does he make an impact as a rookie? Are the Eagles still shopping for cornerbacks? It certainly seems to be perhaps the most unsettled position on this roster. We're going to start today with a conversation with Darius Big Play Slay. The Eagles acquired him last year in a trade with the Detroit Lions, and Slay was given the responsibility week in and week out, and often without any help of slowing the opposition's number one wide receiver. It was a tough year for Slay. It was a tough year for the defense. Not a great pass rush. And opposing quarterbacks had some time to throw and had some success against the Eagles. Slay comes in with a new number, a new attitude, full of confidence, with one thing in mind, get to the postseason. A good conversation right here with Darius Big Play Slay. One of the difficult positions to play in the NFL, maybe the most difficult position to play in the NFL, is the cornerback position. Joining me, Darius, big play, Slay. Do you agree with that, Slay? Of course, I do. Tell me why. Why? I mean, look, everything's set up for big plays, big points. Right. Um, how? Why do you relish the thrill of one-on-one coverage?
0: It's 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 a challenge, man. Each and every day. Um. And you know, and I love going and doing I love going against the best. And um, you know, got a lot of guys at the receiver position are come becoming like extremely athletic, extremely fast, and extremely competitive. And um, it's a lot of fun, man. You know, get some routes, playing a game, outsmarting them, playing one-on-one. It's like it's like boxing. But you know, we just, we're not really like physically hitting each other. I, I really enjoy watching
1: your interactions with the media. I enjoy watching you on the field. You you have a lot of fun.
0: But you also have a lot of respect
1: for the game. Mm-hmm. Am I reading that correctly?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, I got a lot of respect, man. Um, this game is hard to come by. You know, I, I'm I'm assuming it's probably like a point, one point something percentage that a, a guy can make it. You know, and um, and to be here at the highest level, man, and for myself to be one of the, a top guy in this league, man, I, I, I know myself. I put a lot of work in, so uh, I gotta respect it. You know, and um, shoot, this game is tough.
1: Slay, how do you get better? from one year to the next is it just like refining the technique is it being better at watching film i mean you've you've already been to the top of the league right you're one of the best in the league how do you take it to an even another level
0: uh man you gotta just keep studying man uh, one thing i know about about this game is it's gonna always evolve and um and being around great guys like rasheem mathis glover quinn guys that kind of like took me under their wings they always told me man just always write the same notes down don't matter how many times you don't wrote it because it it's just like it's just brand new. So uh, I just try to keep notes, even though, if I, uh, even though if I already remember it from 10 years ago. You know, I still take the same notes all the time.
1: So when you're watching film, are you suggesting that you actually enjoy watching film?
0: Oh, yeah, I, I enjoy it, definitely. It's, it's, that's the way you're going to get better. That's how you beat the game. Uh, at, at an early age, guys were telling me uh, I was using my athletics just to win matchups. The next thing you know, I took it to the next level. And um, that's when I made my first Pro Bowl, started watching more films, started stealing routes. And um, and I've just been doing it ever since. And um, my film work has been amazing. And um, I'm gonna continue to keep doing that. i have got to dive in more, a lot more this year, and, um, and get better. With these young group of cornerbacks, is that one of the messages that you're telling them over and over and over? Oh, get oh, into your book. Yeah, got to. Because if you know the playbook and you know you know where you help at, and you know the, a lot of guys' other assignments, that will help you play better and play faster. You know. Like, if you playing a guy that's just outside shade and you want to, but you know a guy that's dropping down to you, you can lose your leverage and his body presence to help you stay outside and you can just eliminate some routes that way. So, but that's the only way you'll know that is if you're just studying the playbook and knowing what other people's jobs are.
1: How much do you slay just have this incredible hunger to win big as a football team?
0: Uh, Big, man. Like I said, uh, I've been in Detroit long. Uh, You know, we had some winning seasons. And, um, and, I, and I love that taste of it. And that's why I came here, because, um, you know, obviously Philadelphia does that a lot. You know, of course we didn't do it last year, but this year we got to make a difference. And I want to feel that, you know. Uh, guys being to the Super Bowl, 1-1, one, one. Uh, I, I need to feel all that. And um, that's my goal, man. I'm, that's why I'm here, and I'm here to just do whatever I need to do to help that, you know, succeed that.
1: We're going to have a full crowd, full stadium at Lincoln Financial Field. I'm looking forward to watching you and the fans interact. What can I expect to see from you?
0: A lot of big plays, man. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm very, I'm very active with the fans. So if you don't know me by now, I'm very active with the fans. So uh, we, we go have it lit, you know, and I heard, and I've been on the other side of playing in Ligenfield, getting booed <laughs> and uh and making plays here and, they, and you know, but uh, I'm, I'm glad to be on the other side I'm cheering for me too. So uh, I'm looking forward to, man, when I, you know, a couple picks, you know, maybe a couple pick sixes, you know, if the Lord bless me very well. Uh. We gonna be lit, and I'm and I'm ready to get lit with them.
1: I know that you want this to be a takeaway machine kind of defense. How can that happen? Um, what do you see with this group? I know it's very very early, but what? how can it become a takeaway machine?
0: Well, we got to start in practice right now, and and and, and a lot of guys got to get on jump machines. You know, got to make sure we can catch the ball, secure the ball, uh, practicing uh, returning the ball certain ways. You know, catching on this hash, catching on that hash. However, got to do it. Uh, and we gotta just practice out. No, know, in practice, turnover machines. You gotta do it in practice. Yeah, so it starts there, and whenever it gets down there, it, it uh, move on to the game.
1: Jersey number two. So in the Darius Slay man cave, mm-hmm. um, that you're gonna have all, one day, all these jerseys that you have. The significance of number two, and how do you think it looks on you?
0: Man, 2021. Actually, actually, number two, listen. Very, very sexy on me right now. I've been It's just a t-shirt, and I'm looking very good in it when I be doing my drills. And I can't imagine when I put the pads on and the, and the jersey over the pads, and I'm walking out. And, and Link, come on, I'm, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. I can feel the energy already. I'm telling you. Uh, are you
1: superstitious? Is that, is that why? You, I know it's a significant number for you, but, but why? Can you kind of go into detail why you changed the
0: number? Uh, It was my, like, it was my first college number. So, uh... I've been wanting to stand two for the longest. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it at uh, Mississippi State, but uh, guys already had it, and uh, and I was a guy just coming in from out of JUCO, so I couldn't get it. But man, I've been waiting to get number two back on my on my back. So
1: jersey numbers actually mean something to some guys.
0: Yeah, it get, it's a it's brings just a different swagger, you know. Twenty three was my one of my favorite numbers, you know. At one and you no know, into because I love Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden carried it with a lot of swag, and you know, and I just looked at it like, dang. 23 swaggy, that's why Joe Hayden just went back to 23 because he just understand the swag it brings to him and the character Bring out of him and um, and that's why I had it too though because it brought a lot out of me and um, Number two, I had a lot of swag in it in college, so I'm gonna bring a lot more swag to it See I know you have everybody
1: call you big play slay or slay, but I kind of like swaggy slay too.
0: No, nah, I don't like swaggy slay No, I'm not swaggy not? slay. Not swaggy slay. Okay. Big play cool though Big
1: plays, cool? All They're right, well, cool. Let's, we're looking forward to a lot of big plays. Darius Slay, thank you so much for joining me. And we can't wait to see you on the field, training camp, Novacare Complex, end of July. Thank you so much. Yep, see you soon. Now at the other cornerback position, it seems like it's up for grabs. It seems like the leading candidate at this point would be Avante Maddox. Now in his fourth season with the Eagles, he's played all over. He's played some safety inside, outside at cornerback had some trouble staying healthy that's a big big goal for him this year is to stay on the field for all 17 games avante maddox suddenly in his fourth year in the league and that is a bit of a well of an eye-opener avante maddox one-on-one right here in his fourth year with the philadelphia eagles cornerback avante maddox joins me and it was weird avante saying that it's four years already um (laughs) How does it feel to you? you feel like the grizzled veteran?
2: Uh, I'm getting old, <laughs> you know. I'm getting a little bit old. No, I'm playing. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's moving fast. Uh, it's, like, it's almost like a snap of a finger. Um, it's, almost, it's almost been half of this year already. So, like, it's moving fast in everything, every possible way in my life. And, you know, I wish I could slow it down, but I can't.
1: <laughs> okay, n- name three lessons that you've learned from day one in the NFL to right now.
2: Ah, three lessons. Okay. um, Being consistent. Um, you got to be tough. Tough, you know, and that's mentally tough and physically tough. Um, And team, I mean, uh, well, teamwork, whatever you want to call it. Teamwork, friendship, like any type of way you want to call it. Teamwork. I feel like it's teamwork. I learned a lot of, with that, you know. You got to have a brotherhood being in here. And, you know, you got to make, you got to have, it as, you got to stick together as a family.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year was the first time you did not play in the postseason. This was a tough year. So, like, I'm not sure fans understand what it's like when you go from a team that's getting to the playoffs, and a team that struggled like it did last year. What was the experience like for you?
2: Uh it sucks. Uh, you know, you want to make it to that to the, to the post. Like, the playoffs is is exciting. You know, the game gets faster, it steps up more, and you know, you you in you in the um, run of competing for that um, for that um, Super Bowl. So. Um, Not going in there this year was was a little painful, you know. You got a little bit more time off, but then you just sitting at home watching the teams in the playoffs, and you like, man, what? I need to be out there. So, you know, I got I got the got I was blessed to you know make the playoffs of a couple years, three years, and two years, and you know I missed out last last year, but this year we got to get there. It's time to get back. It's time to get there.
1: Yeah, man. Hey, listen. So new coaching staff, and and I really believe that position coaches have such a great importance on the success. Of the players, so Denard Wilson, what kind
2: of messages does he give to you each day? He, he 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 gives a lot of energy. You know, he 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 preaches on my eyes. I mean, he said he's been watching me, and it's, it's been my eyes, and I see it and t- little techniques there and here and there. But he's been working with me a lot, and you know, he pushing me hard. You know, it's it's not it's, it's not nothing light. You know, I go out there, and if I mess up, you know, he's, he's on my ass, but. <laughs> Other than, excuse my language, but other than that, if he, other than that, you know, he's he he tell you when you do good. So you know, I like that from someone you know holding me accountable, and you know he he gonna tell you gonna make me the best player there could be, DB there is, you know, and I, you know, all it's all about trust. So you know, whatever he says, I'm listening, and you know, I'm working hard this year, and you know, I'm trying, I'm trying, like I said, make our way to the playoffs and get us a Super Bowl.
1: You talk about eyes for the fans. Break it down. Like, does that mean you're kind of cheat with your eyes? You're peeking into the backfield to look at the quarterback. I mean, what kind of stuff? Yeah, are you
2: doing? so so eyes. So you know, if it's man to man, where your eyes should be on that man. If it's zone, you know, if it's zone, where your eyes should be on that on the, on the, on, the, on that quarterback. You know, and eyes getting to landmarks. Eyes driving out of your brakes. You know, you want to drive two steps to the receiver with your eyes on him before you look back, instead of just driving with your eyes back and things like that. So it's a lot. You know, don't be caught looking in the backfield. It, it's a lot with the eyes and. You know, that'll make you a way better player when you have good eyes. You know, at the top of the route, seeing their hips drop, seeing seeing, seeing everything you can see and just trusting it. So, Jonathan Gannon
1: spoke to the media recently and talked about his philosophy, and it kind of comes down to hits, hustle, intensity, uh, takeaways, and playing smart football.
2: Um, what does that mean to you? Uh, it means everything. You know, when you step out on that field um, – all of those things are applying right then and there, and you know you want to be good at, at smart football player. Definitely, I feel like that'd be number one. You know, you know, work 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 smarter, not harder. <laughs> so you know, if you if you're a smart guy out there, and you and you and you you know what's going to happen, you can anticipate what's going to happen. You have good eyes. You trust yourself. Trust whoever around you, your teammates. You know, you would make a great day defense out of that, and you know that take you a long way.
1: Can you teach takeaways? Is it a mentality? I mean, how, can, how do the Eagles get more takeaways?
2: Oh, uh, That's that's a mentality. I mean, you got to go out there and want the ball. So whoever got that ball in their hand, after you wrap them up, you want to be stripping, punching, ripping, tipping the ball, and you just got to run to the ball. I feel like when it comes to takeaways, you got to have people running to the ball because that's that's the really biggest way you can get takeaways. You know, come, coming from strip sacks, you got guys running to the ball that can pick it up. Coming from tip balls across the middle, you got guys running and they can pick it, um, intercept it. So I feel like hustling and getting to the ball. You know, getting three to four or five guys around the pile every single time, or three or four or five guys running to the ball every time, and that 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 that'll make that create takeovers for you, takeaways for you.
1: Avante, what has been kind of your focus? I mean, this is a different offseason, different program out on the field. So how do you compensate for that? How do you make yourself a better football player with fewer reps in the spring?
2: Uh, you know, if it, I feel like the film is a big part. Definitely coming into a new scheme. Um, You want to, of course, the weight room, and, you know, you got your guy, you got your, your agility and all your things running and conditioning yourself. But I feel like I spent a lot of time looking at the film, and the more I watch it, I try to watch guys like the, like Kenny Moore and guys like that, that that have been in this defense and really successful. in and, and, you know, I just want watch, to watch some guys a lot more, so – I can get an understanding on what is he thinking, what is he doing here, or what is he seeing here. And, you know, of course I ask JG, like, how do you see this and how do you look at this and Denar and them guys. And, you know, they tell me, and I try to take as much in as I can, you know, because I'm trying to learn as much as I can. And, you know, I feel like that that's that's the best way to get ahead of the game.
1: Last one for you, Vontae, off the field. Are you and Dallas still living together? Yeah,
2: actually we are. Uh, we got one more year. Um, and we we are part of our separate ways, so – he, we, oh,
1: we, wow! You, you guys are, you guys are what, just parting your separate ways. What's, what's going on? You guys are breaking up. What's happening? Here?
2: <laughs> nah, 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 we ain't breaking up. We ain't breaking up. But no, nah, um, we um, got one more year on his lease in the house. So after that, we, um, we wherever he want to move into. You know, Dallas is the big time guy. I can't wait to see him. <laughs> so uh, you know, Dallas, he go. We still be probably close to each other. But other than that,
1: what has it been like living
2: with a, a teammate who has become? I guess maybe your best friend. Yeah, uh, definitely best friend. Uh, he, he's cool, man. He, he he's chill, like a little junkie, but he good. I understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I'm no, man. Are you he's, still cleaning up for
2: him? Yeah, probably a little bit. <laughs> but no, he's been doing good. But no, um, Dallas, bro. He's 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 a uh, respond. He's responsible. Um, he's loyal, and you know, he's all everything you want in someone that you know that you respect and want, to, and you will call as your brother. So, you know, I, I look, I treat him as a brother, as a friend, as a best friend, as family. And I look at him as family. And, you know, I will always be that way no matter if we split ways. And, you know, I feel the same. He probably feels the same about me, you know. But, you know, I got his back no matter what. And, you know, that's my dog. So, that's, always good.
1: That's beautiful. I love to
2: hear that. Avante Maddox, let's get back
1: to the playoffs this year. Good luck in season number four. And uh, can't wait to see you on the field in training camp. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Avante, take care and then what about the safety position eagles encourage that rodney mcleod says he'll be ready to go for the season he had that torn acl in december suffered it in the win over the new orleans saints he is rehabbing the injury he's confident he'll be on the field for every game this year we'll see when the pads go on at training camp if rodney mcleod is on the field we do know that anthony harris one of the big play safeties in the league is Somebody the Eagles signed in free agency, a one-year deal. And he is looking at this position, a leadership role, a production role. The idea is to take the football away in this defense. And that's what Anthony Harris did so very well in 2019. Seven interceptions. Last year, the Vikings defense, a bit of a collapse. And Harris had zero interceptions. So which Harris will the Eagles get in 2021? Well, with Gannon's take the football away mentality, hey, that suits Anthony Harris just fine. Safety Anthony Harris is one of the new Philadelphia Eagles. He joins me now. Anthony, what is it like being an Eagle? Give me the experience that you've had so far.
3: Uh, It's been been very exciting. Um, All in the facility, the energy's there. Um, The culture's great. Uh, Just out there on the field today, you know, we're doing drills, and you hear – Someone behind you, you know, yelling out the Eagles chant. And I look over and it's a guy on top of a truck Mm -hmm. um, recording a video, you know, showing his support as a fan. So just, you know, being out in the community, seeing a ton of a pearl, um, seeing the city being light up green in honor of George Floyd as well. Just kind of reminder of everybody in the city is embracing not only the Philadelphia Eagles, um, but different things going on in the world and in the community. Um, It's exciting to be a part of that.
1: You know, everybody talks about the energy in the building. Is it really that obvious to you?
3: Yeah, yeah, it is there. Um, I think, you know, from down to the coaching staff, to the weight room staff, uh, to the players, to just everybody you cross in the building, um, it's just a ton of energy. You know, everybody's excited. I'm not sure um, what it is, but, you know, it just seems like, you know, the passion and the love to be here and show up every day. So, um, to come in a building like that and everybody's revved up, ready to go and and motivating each other to get better each day is just a great environment.
1: And that actually means
3: something to you that actually has impact for you? Yeah, I think, you know, you, you when you're out there and, and you're competing and you have a goal in mind um, to be able to, you know, motivate yourself um, but also have that extra, you know, person right there to continue to push you, um, continue to compete with you and drive you every day. And uh, hold you accountable. I think that that's where, you know, you can kind of make up some distance in terms of trying to reach a goal, you know, staying focused each day. Um, and I think, you know, the season's a, a bit away in terms of a number of weeks before we get to training camp. But each day it's a focus on making that day count and not just coming in
1: the building um, just to say we're here. Are you seeing the things in the defense that are familiar to you? I mean, everybody talks about you helping everyone else learn the defense. Has it been familiar for you?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, once you play football for a number of years, um, terminology and things may be a little bit different. Um, But there are things you pick up on, whether it's schemes that you ran on another team, um, whether it's things you see on film, different technique, or just meeting up with guys in the offense and just in the offseason. And just talking football, you know, talking different techniques. I think the more you do that, um, the more you're familiar with it, and the more you're kind of able to help other people
1: understand it, um, maybe from a different perspective. Jonathan Gannon is big on the hits, hustle, intensity, takeaways, smart. The T is the part that you love. I know, uh, you know, I know you love taking the football away. And so, do you see the opportunity that bringing Ryan Kerrigan pressure up front? That's got to help you on the backside, right? Yeah, I think you know it's
3: definitely a team game. Um, you know. Good pass coverage is complemented by good pass rush um, and vice versa. I think, you know, the turning over is a big piece. But I think if you look at those in principles, uh, those are the things that set you up um, to get those turnovers, you know, just hustling to the ball. Sometimes it's just taking those extra steps with a hard intensity will get you there for a tip, a tip pass or overthrow. And then just, you know, knowing what's the right situation whether it's catching the ball underhand, catching the ball overhand, whether it's punching the ball from underneath to create a fumble or over the top, I think that those are all things that, you know, you discuss um, week to week and and before you hit the field and you go out and try to execute it um, with high intensity. Do you feel like you're a leader on this defense? Yeah, I think that, you know, coming into this building um, and just being on the field is really just about pushing each other. Um, And I think we have a number of players – that do that you know I think there's a number of players at each level that hold each other accountable so um, to say that one person is a leader um, or or myself a particular leader I'd I'd go as far as just saying right now everybody's just holding each other accountable and the more people that you can um, get on the team or, or having a huddle that's holding each other accountable and talking about the right things those are leaders but the more leaders you have um, the more you can just hold each other accountable and try to reach the goal that you want to reach.
1: It's interesting going into a locker room as a new guy. Maybe you're, it takes a while to get comfortable. Have you found that to be the case, or have you found that it's been very inviting and you feel like you just stepped into the right spot?
3: Yeah, I mean, it feels good. I mean, you know, just coming in and just trying to be yourself um, and then just going from there. So for me, each day has just been coming in here, learning the culture, learning the expectations, what the team wants, what the coaches want, and then just going as hard as I can, pushing myself, whether that's in the weight room and on the field, and just trying to set a good example by learning and, and listening to what I'm being coached up to do.
1: What will you do between now and the end of uh, well, the, of the offseason when training camp begins? What will your focus be?
3: Uh, my focus will be just taking the, taking the drills, um, taking the things that I've learned in the weeks here, and just implementing that into my workout, you know, trying to stay as close as possible to what we're being asked to do and how we're being asked to do it, and then working on the small things that I want to improve on and getting ready for the training camp.
1: As a veteran, last one for you, as a veteran, how critical are those weeks to get you ready for the regular season?
3: Yeah, they're critical. Um, You know, taking advantage of that time where you can really focus on what you really want to improve on, within the lines of what you're going to be asked to do and, and what you need to do on a daily basis on the football field. So whether that's focusing on getting stronger, you know, getting faster, improving mobility, improving footwork, it's just picking out those things that if you can improve what what can elevate your game, what can make you get just a little bit better working on that each day and, and getting a little bit better closer to training camp.
1: You're looking good in that Fly Eagles Fly hoodie. I think you're expressing with that Outfit there, that top, that that's what everybody is feeling in Philadelphia. It's time to fly, Eagles fly. Love it. Anthony, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Take care. That will do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider, Dave Spadero with you, thanking Peter Kelly, Trevor Hayes, Ray Doyle for their work, thanking all of you for joining us each and every episode. If you have a moment to drop us just a teensy winty review, there's a link in the details section of your podcast library. And check out my Instagram page, The Eagles Insider. I put up a lot of clips of the team on the field, the portions of the practices that the media are allowed to attend. I think you'll enjoy The Eagles Insider on Instagram. Hey everyone, have yourselves a great Eagles day. And as always, fly, Eagle, fly. Eagles fly. Eagles! Welcome
3: to Season 2 of the Return Game Podcast, Birds, Boys, and Bad Blood, presented by Novacare Rehabilitation and hosted by me, Rob Ellis, and Derek Gunn. When it comes to the birds and the boys, you think you know the whole story, but there's more, so much more, and we're about to uncover
2: it all. It didn't take long to figure out that Philadelphia Eagles fans hated the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Return Game, an Eagles
1: Entertainment original. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts.